After looking more into the SEC, it's time for the Aggies to make their move. You are Locked On Aggies, your daily podcast on the Texas A&M Aggies, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome on into Locked on Aggies. I'm your host, Andrew Stefaniak. Thanks for making Locked on Aggies your first listen every single day. Today's episode is brought to you by Game Time. Download the Game Time app and create an account and use code LOCKEDONCOLLEGE for $20 off your first purchase. We had this conversation a little bit yesterday in, in a different way, and I kind of wanted to attack it a different way. Just looking at things, looking at numbers, looking at metrics about the conference as a whole, where we currently sit a few weeks into the season, this the SEC is for up for grabs. I'm not talking about the West. I'm talking about the SEC. I've seen Georgia play enough games now where I'm not sold on what they're – I'm not buying what they're selling. The point here is, and we're going to deep dive into all this, but before we talk about Alabama and the, the upcoming game in segment two here, but before we get into all this, it's just – if you look at who who the Aggies have left to play, am, am I out here saying that Texas A&M should win all these games? Are they going to be favored? No, they're not going to be favored this week against Alabama. They're not going to be favored in, I'm willing to bet, four of their remaining games, the, the three tough games on the road and this Bama game at home. I don't think the Aggies will be favored in any of those games. But I think the Aggies can win those games. I think anybody here, all you everydayers, anybody that has seen the Aggies play, knows, knows that how good this team is and knows what this team can do if more things continue to fall in the right spot. Does Connor even going down hurt? Of course it does. Nobody likes losing their starting quarterback. That's never a good thing. You don't ever want to be without your guy. But Max Johnson is a capable backup who's come in and played well to this point. I think that you look at, at another thing. I, one thing I want to say. And I still, it's kind of funny, I still have Miami fans commenting. So Miami fans do not take this as any hate. It's not hate. But one thing I would like, this is, I was talking about this with my dad. I would love, based off the scheme, to have that Miami game back. What we've seen these last two games against Auburn and against Arkansas from this defensive line, from this front seven, from, from heck, everybody rushing the passer has been dominant. Miami has an outstanding offensive line. I don't want to discredit their offensive line, but I think a different game plan and that game could potentially fall a different way. If that game falls a different way, I think the outlook on this Texas A&M team is a whole heck of a lot different right now than it is. Now, you can't get that back. That's over. It's already decided. No redos in life. But, but I look at this and I say, I think now that has put Texas A&M in a position where they're kind of back to this underrated team. They're not, we're not ranked. We're right outside. I think we're, we're 28 in the AP poll. So a win this week, you're going to be ranked, but you're not ranked going into this game. And it's a ball game where it's a game where up against Alabama, I think the Aggies can win this game. But and we've talked about the pain and the agony that Texas AM fans have, we've all gone through for years and years now with all this talent and it's not showing up on the field, all that. This, is the year it needs to happen. I mean, we look at this conference. To win the SEC, 
I think you have to go, you have to go seven and one in SEC play. Okay. I mean, and now does or to win the to win the West. I mean, yeah, I think you have to go seven and one. So let's run through this. You're already two and out with wins over Auburn and Arkansas, two games that the Aggies should have won. But you know, those teams any given day can come and, and give you a fight and, and Texan and took care of business and won important football games. You got the games South Carolina, Mississippi State. I think the Aggies win that game. So we're gonna go, we're gonna go ahead and say four and oh there. Four and oh there, and we're gonna move on past those. Now I think South Carolina has a good rattler, I think, has been better than I was expecting this year so far. So credit to him. You know, I was a little bit off about him, but it's still not turning into wins for South Carolina. They're sitting here two and three. So I look at this and I go, okay, you play Alabama at home. You go to Tennessee. You play um, Ole Miss on the road, and you play LSU on the road. If you go three and one in that stretch, I mean, if you do, if you go three and one in that stretch, I think you win the SEC. Or I think you win the SEC West. I think that. I think it's going to take now, and it's kind of funny because we've joked about, or what we we talked about, you have to succeed in this stretch. We've talked about last week, this three game stretch. You have to find a way to go two and three, and I said, and if you win this one, conversations could change. You won the game. You beat Arkansas. So now you have these two games. I still think playing now. One thing I will say: playing back to back games. I don't against really you know, you're going to play a ranked team at home and a ranked team on the road. That is not the easiest thing to do. It's not playing back-to-back ranked teams, one at home, one on the road. Not the easiest thing to do. You get your bye week after the Tennessee game, so hopefully that gives the Aggies a week to rest up, get healthy. But you have to win one of the you – know, you have, obviously, if, if I said you have to go three and one, you have to win one of these two games. But if you could find, if you could find a way – Find a way to win both of these football games, which, once again, the point I'm making, are the Aggies going to go undefeated the rest of the season? I don't think so. There's a lot of good football teams left on the schedule, and a lot of these games are on the road. If you could flip and maybe say, okay, well, I'll give you um, – you got to go to South Carolina, but I'll give you LSU at home. Then my opinions change a little bit about how, how manageable this is. But everything I've seen – Everything I've seen, and this is why I want this to be an open conversation because it just, I think, I, like I said, I tried to have this conversation yesterday, and I wanted to have it again just because I think that there's there's a lot a lot to unpack here, but and I want y'all to let me know in, in the comments like what do you think? like is seven and one possible? Is it realistic for this Aggie football team in SEC play? I think if you say it's not. I think you're a little crazy. And I mean, I'm kidding. Everybody's entitled to their own opinion, but my reasoning behind it is this conference is down. The SEC is down. I think we can all agree on that. I look at these at these numbers. I've watched every SEC team play now multiple games this season. I look at it and I go, Tennessee, I was scared. Now I'm not. LSU, I was scared. Now I'm not. Ole Miss, I was scared. Now I'm not. Alabama, I was skeptical. I was a little scared. And now I'm not. I, I just you get what I'm saying? Texas A&M is as good as all of those football teams. It's going to come down to can you win the game? It, it, it's you know it's going to come on to strap up the helmets, put in your knee pads, put in the thigh pads, put on your spikes, your cleats, and let's go out and let's play football and see who wins these games. That's what this is going to come down to. Now, I still think that the Aggies talent-wise are, are 
they're they're right there with Bama, and you could argue that they're. I don't think you could argue. I think uh, they're ahead of Tennessee and Ole Miss, and potentially even LSU. There's more talent. We know that. That's been the conversation. The issue hasn't really been talent. It's been execution and coaching. And from what I've seen from Coach Durkin over these last few weeks, I feel a lot better about coaching, and I feel a lot better about execution. Um, so if you could find a way to go 2-0, and I mean, if you could do it, if you could find a way to go 2-0 and in these games, this is going to get really, really interesting. But, I mean, and then you want to talk about college football playoff. I don't – and we're going to talk about some FPI numbers. The Aggies' chances based on ESPN's FPI metrics, which I, I don't understand how they make them, but they're just – they're really accurate, and I like the Aggies' ch- uh, chance percentage. We'll talk about that in segment three. Um, but – it's just this is realistic. I think that we all, as fans, and I get you know, and it's kind of it's. I try and wonder like, well, why, why are we? Why am I not like more excited? Why am I not more hopeful? Why are fans not more hopeful? I think we're just sports fans, not Texan fans. Sports fans are so used to just getting beat up, and you, you 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 get your heart ripped out once again. You know, well, I am ready to get hurt again. What I've seen from this Texan M team, I'm sold on how good this team can be. We're starting to see conversations. Are the Aggies the best team in the West? Is Texas? This is starting to build steam. Now, sometimes steam isn't great. Sometimes we don't like steam, but I'm just telling you, this is Texas A&M. There is a chance, Texas. And when I say chance, I'm not talking a 1% chance. I'm talking there is a a legitimate, serious chance. Now, it's not 50% either, but chance that the Aggies win the West and face off with the who you would assume would be the Georgia Bulldogs. We'll find out more about two of the better teams in the East this week as the Kentucky Wildcats head to Athens to take on the Georgia Bulldogs. That'll be another, you know, we'll learn more there, but that's not really a concern now. But what I've seen from Georgia, I mean, Auburn Auburn gave them everything they could, and I, I don't think Auburn's good at all. So I think Georgia is not Georgia. And now, I, I, I talk about all the time, as much of an SEC homer as I am, I, I, I really don't like talking about how down the SEC is, but – it opens up opportunities for the Aggies, and that is what is uh, people need to be excited about. So I look at this, and, and I think that three of these four games that we're talking about, it, it, I think three – if you go 7-1, I think you can win the conference. And, of course, you have, you have another win in Abilene Christian still up there. But you want to win the one at home. You have to play three on the road. You're going to have to go two and three on the road. And is there a chance you could go – Six and two and win. I think statistically that that could happen. I do. I think that there's. I mean, let's look at it. If you have if you beat Bama, they have an SEC loss. Um, Ole Miss has an SEC loss. LSU has an SEC loss. So there's already some teams with SEC losses. If they drop one more, that's when you can get into this, and then tiebreakers come into play and all that. That's we'll we'll get to that when we got to get to that because that's not going to be today that we break this all down. But, um. And I so I guess to sum this all up, it's simple as this: the SEC is wide open. The SEC West is wide open. I think that the team that can, that can will make it to the SEC East will make it to the SEC Championship from the East. Whether it's Tennessee or Kentucky or or um, Georgia, I'm not crazy sold on any of those teams. So the point here is, ladies and gentlemen, there's a lot to be excited about if you're a Texas A&M fan, and this is a big football game. If you win this football game, this conversation that we're having right now is going to build a lot of 
of steam is going to. This is going to be a big conversation among college football, national media next week if the Aggies are able to win this game on Saturday. So with that, just knowing that I wanted to have that conversation, let me know in the comments what you think. Will, who's going to, you know, do, will, will the Aggies take down the Crimson Tide? Is this going to be, what do you think about the SEC as a whole? Do the Aggies have a shot to win the West? Do the Aggies have a shot to win the SEC, the whole conference? Let me know in the comments. It's a real conversation to be had, and I want to know all of everybody's thoughts in the comments. Please let me know. I'm really curious to know where y'all stand on this. So let me know in the comments. Bama does some things really well, and Bama does some things not really well. We're going to look at some of their numbers and some players the Aggies need to watch out for coming up right here on Locked on Aggies. But first, I want to tell you about our friends over at Game Time. Game Time is the best place to go get your last-minute tickets. I love everything about this app. You can get tickets to anything. Comedy, you want to go see a comedian? Head over to Game Time. You want to go to a concert? We've heard a lot about, I don't even want to say it. I was going to talk about, we've heard a lot about Kelsey and Taylor Swift, but that's we're not going to talk about we, – we are not talking about that here on this podcast. We are moving on past that. That Forget I almost made that joke. But um, you want to go to a concert, game time. You want to go to a football game, a baseball game, game time is your place. It is the best place to get your last-minute tickets. They offer the best prices, lowest prices, and you can get your tickets last-minute, best deals possible. They beat all the competitors. I've done it myself personally. I'll go check out game time. I'll go check out some other services. Half an hour to game time. I always buy tickets last minute to, to games, not generally concerts, but like to games last minute. And so I go to buy my tickets. I look at various websites, higher prices. Go to game time, always the best prices. You have got to go check them out. Take the guesswork out of buying tickets with game time. Download the game time app, create an account, and use code locked on college for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code. L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N-C-O-L-L-E-G-E for $20 off. Game, download game time today. Last-minute tickets, lowest prices, guaranteed. Alabama is one of the more interesting teams in the SEC, statistically. You know, I still don't know what happened with Jalen Milrow in that game against USF, that ugly rain game, and... You know, you can sit here and make the excuse, well, it was raining and it was hard. That's If you want to make those excuses, I'm cool with that. But at the end of the day, in football, two teams are playing under the same you know, conditions. Both teams were playing under the same conditions in that football game. And Alabama did not dominate a team they should have dominated. But that's beside the point. The point is, then, you know, they lose to the Longhorns. But... Then they proceed to take care of business against Ole Miss. And that is a game, you know, Ole Miss was the team. Ole Miss was kind of the team of the bunch left that I was like, okay, I, Ole Miss is a good football team. I still think they are. I still think they're always going to score a lot of points. But uh, Bama, so Bama beat a good Ole Miss team. Then they, they go on the road, take care of business against a pretty bad Mississippi State team. Now they're going to stay on the road to play the Aggies. I, you look at the numbers, they, they've got Dallas Turner, really good player, lives in the backfield, leads the SEC with six sacks. He's a good player. 
We're going to talk more about him throughout the week, but you have to you have to know he's coming. You have to plan double teams. You have to plan to make sure send a tight end to help chip on him. Send the running back to help. You have to make sure he's not in the face of Max Johnson all game long. You have to be careful with him. He's a really good player. The Crimson Tide are fourth in the SEC in sacks with 17. They are not. They don't have as many as the Aggies, who are second in the SEC with 20, behind only the Tennessee Volunteers. So shout out to Coach Durkin. We're gonna. I saw a funny like meme on um on Twitter. I forget who posted it. I wish I, I wish I remembered who posted it so I could shout them because this was hilarious. But it was like the, um, it basically was like we need to apologize. The, the joke was we need to apologize to Coach Durkin, and uh, it was pretty funny. But um, so. Bama creates turnovers, uh, just like Arkansas does, like Arkansas did and did against the Aggies. They they create turnovers. Bama six interceptions, two fumble recoveries through the first few games of the season. So you got to keep take care of the football. We're going to make that a common theme here. You always got to take care of the football. The Aggies did not do that last week, and it bit them in the behind a little bit, but luckily not enough to lose you a football game. But still, this is a better team than Arkansas. You cannot turn the football over two or three times against Alabama. They will score points off that. Nick Saban is too good of a coach to not take advantage of that if you turn the football over time and time again against his football team. So you got to take care of it. Milrow can run the ball. You know, he's he's only played. Like, let's look at his we'll look, we'll go through his rushing numbers through the season so far. So he ran for 48 yards and two touchdowns in the season opener against Texas. Did they bottle him up? I'm trying to, I think they bottled him up. Let's see. Against Texas, eh, 15 for 44 on the ground. South Florida, he didn't play, of course. Ole Miss, Ole Miss, we saw Milrow with only 28 yards on the carry uh, on the ground. 16, 16 carries for 28 yards of 1.8. Now, Sacks obviously play into that because he did have a 20 yard carry. So, uh, Sacks play into it, but still 28 yards on the ground, 16 carries in that game. And then against Mississippi State, I saw him run a whole bunch of times. Yep. Against Mississippi State, he had 11 carries for 69 yards and two touchdowns on the ground. Milrow can run the football. I think his numbers would be a lot better if he'd run the ball a little bit more against some of these other teams and if he'd run the ball a little bit more and if he'd have played against USF. They, he would have run around in circles. I still don't know the deal. I don't I don't know if that ever got reported. I just heard some rumors like, well, was he suspended? What was going on? I, that was just weird that when both of those quarterbacks weren't working, they didn't put him in the game. I never heard a, an official like word on that. If you all did hear that, let me know in the comments because that's I, I'm still interested in that. But point is, Milrow can run the football, and I think he's a better runner. He's a different runner than K.J. Jefferson. K.J. Jefferson's fast, but he's also just going to plow you over. Milrow is quick. He's a really fast uh, quarterback who can run the ball. you got to contain him. I am not sold on his arm. And here's the deal. He's going to throw for a buck 80. He might throw for 230. And I think if he if you keep him in that range, if you keep him in the buck 80, the 230 range, I think the Aggies win this football game. I'd like to keep it under the 200 number. But, I mean, if you look at his stats, that's where it is. Um, against Mississippi State, 10 for 12, a buck 64, 12 passing attempts. Like they're, they, Alabama wants to run the football. Against Mississippi State, 43 carries for 193 yards, 4.5 yards per carry. Three touchdowns on the ground. Like they want to run the football. That's what they want to do. They 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 they'll pass it if they have to. But the Crimson Tide coach Saban he talked about it. He wants to get back to Alabama football, ground and pound, run it through your face. That's what they want to do, and you can't let them do it. The Aggies have done a really good job stopping the run to this point in the season. We've talked a lot about it last week. An Arkansas rushing attack with Rocket Sanders and KJ Jefferson that 
had me and I know a lot of people concerned, will the Aggies be able to stop this attack? And they did. I mean, they held them to nothing. You have to do that again this week. Now, a lot more talent on this Alabama team, a lot more. You know, you're now officially playing a team that the talent matches your talent. So it's going to come down to execution and coaching. I've been impressed with those two things these last few weeks, but it's still, you have to do it again this week. So I think, I mean, that's what stands out. Uh, Jason McClellan's a great running back, I think. Um, a lot, I have written here, a lot of this is going to come down to, to stopping the run. Milrow's going to throw for a buck 80 to 230 in that range. I'd like for it to be closer to the buck 80 number. And then Jermaine Burton, I think he's a good receiver. He can get open downfield. But once again, they want to beat you on the ground. That's what this Alabama football team wants to do. They want to beat you on the ground. So if you're able to stop the run, if you can stop the run, I think that the Aggies have a legitimate a legitimate chance to win this football game. And if they win this football game, a lot of fun conversations are coming up throughout the next couple of weeks right here on Locked on Aggies. We are going to talk about some FPI numbers, some bowl predictions, and some percentage chances to win the SEC and win the SEC West. A lot of interesting metrics, a lot of interesting numbers. We'll talk about that next coming up right here on Locked on Aggies. But first, I want to tell you about my favorite thing ever invented on this amazing planet, and that is bird dogs. Bird dogs are the most comfortable pants, most comfortable clothing I have ever owned in my life. My roommate Cameron, he is a big believer in bird dogs. I sold him on it. He was the first person I was able to sell on bird dogs, and he loved them, ordered some. He got a shirt. He got some pants. He got some shorts. He got a couple shirts. I don't have any shirts. I just have the short, the shorts, and the shirts are comfortable. They look good. I need to order myself one because they are awesome. The shorts I have, I wear them all the time. They're versatile. You can wear them to do anything you would want to do. Anything you're going to be wearing shorts, you can wear bird dogs too. Wear them on a date. Wear them to fish. Wear them to hunt. Wear them to do whatever you want to do. I, I, whatever you want to do, you can wear bird dogs doing it. I absolutely love this clothing brand. Everything about it. I highly recommend going to check them out. You will not regret it. I, I seriously promise you that. Go to birddogs.com slash college or enter promo code LockedOnCollege at checkout for a free Bird Dogs water bottle with your order. That's birddogs.com slash college for a free water bottle at checkout. You won't want to take your Bird Dogs off, we promise you. Looking at some different interesting numbers here. First, I always like to talk, just not long, but for one second, talk about bowl predictions. Right now, the recent bowl prediction, this would be a fun one. I'd much rather be in college football playoff or New Year's Six Bowl, but this is still, um, it has Notre Dame versus the Aggies in the Reliquist Bowl. That'd still be cool. I mean, it'd still be cool to take on Notre Dame, but I would much prefer to be in a New Year's Six Bowl. So I just wanted to, I saw that this morning, and I wanted to talk about that for half a second. When it comes to this football game, the line that currently, let me double check, I mean, because it's been an hour since I wrote this down, and you know how these things change, but at the time of this recording, yes, right now, uh, Texas A&M is two-point under, or two-and-a-half-point underdogs against the Alabama Crimson Tide. However you feel about that, you know, you can go. If you, if you We'll talk about our friends over at FanDuel throughout the week. If you're a fan of that, maybe head over to FanDuel because I think I'm a fan of that number. I'm not, I'm not just a nut plus two-and-a-half. I think I'm a fan of the money line. But so to, uh, two and a half point home dogs, the Aggies are. FPI gives the Aggies a 33.7% chance to win this football game. A little lower than I expected it to be. They um, FPI numbers, they, they credit the teams a lot for being at home. I figured we would see this closer to like 41, 40 in that range. 
So seeing this 33.7, I'm a little surprised by that. You know, another thing to say about this game, and I'll talk more about this throughout the week, but I think you're getting Alabama at the right time. I, I, I still I still find it hard to believe that Alabama's not going to figure it out. So I'd much rather them figure it out after, after you play them. And when I say figure it out, I don't think this the ceiling of this Alabama team is the normal Alabama ceiling, but I still just believe in Coach Saban and what he's able to do, and he's going to figure something out to make this team uber successful. So you're catching them at the right time. The Aggies currently are 16th in the ESPN FBI rankings. They have a 15.9% chance to uh, win the West, and they have a 6.4% chance to win the SEC as a whole. So interesting numbers there. FPI likes the Aggies. They, you know, FPI has them 16. They have Alabama 3. So if they win this game, they're going to climb those rankings probably into the top – we're talking top 10 – Range And if you win this game against Alabama at home on Saturday, you're definitely going to be in the AP poll as well. So this is a big week for the Aggies. This is a big week. you got to find a way to win this football game. If you win this football game, I mean, if you win this football game, I really think that is when conversations of can the Aggies win the SEC West start to come up. So big game coming up, ladies and gentlemen. Let me know in the comments, what do you think? Can the Aggies win this game on Saturday? We'll, we'll talk more score predictions. If you want to go ahead and drop one, go ahead and let me know um, in the comments. But, yeah, let me know in the comments. How do you feel about the argument I made in segment one? Can the Aggies make a run at this? What do you think about that as a whole? How good can this team be? What's the ceiling? How do we feel sitting at 4-1, and 2-0 and in SEC play, heading into week six? So let me know all that in the comments. That is going to do it for today's episode of Locked on Aggies. Thank you so much for tuning in every single day. I really appreciate it. A lot of fun coming up this week, folks. I'm just, I can't wait to talk about this football game. I can't wait to watch this football game. I know all y'all feel the same way. Have a great rest of your day today. This has been Locked on Aggies, and we will see you tomorrow.